0: Hey guys, it's Psychology Babe and today I'm going to talk about people living up to the expectations that you have of them. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when you're having problems with people or people aren't acting the way that you feel like they should act, you know, it's the words that you're speaking about them and the words that you're saying, sometimes you're actually drawing in what you say. You know, a lot of times when you get angry at people or whatever, you know, you say they're being a jerk, they're being mad, people are doing this, they're doing that. And honestly, what you don't realize is that they're actually just living up to the expectations that you have of them. Um, A lot of times that that's how powerful our words are. People don't really understand that, but they are very, very powerful. So if you are always speaking like things over people, but negative things, you're probably going to get. Those actions from that person if it makes sense, you know when you want good things and you want good energy And you want people to treat you right or whatever you have to speak good things You have to say that because believe it or not seriously people are going to live up to the expectations that you have of them It's like with your children, you know I hate to hear people always talking about that Children are bad or they're this and they're that and you really have to be careful of the words that you speak over your children because you shape them and you mold them. And the more that you tell them certain things, kids believe whatever you say. I mean, you're the parent, they love you, they trust you. So whatever you speak into their spirit and over their life, that's what they become, you know, because they're just, you know, well, if I've always been told that I was bad or I've always been told that I was stupid or I've always been told this and told that, you know, when you say these things to your children, you know, they, it gets into their spirit and they tend to, you know, it, it tends to happen, you know, it, it, comes to fruition because you've spoken it over their life, you know, so just be careful of the things that you say. And the same thing with people, you know, I find that sometimes you're like, or people say things like, oh, you know, I always, or they always, and this, and you know, you're saying these things. And so all you're doing is causing, calling more of that in, if that makes sense. The more you say things, you really have, that's why you have to watch your words. It's really, really true. And the thing is today I'm talking about not just watching your words for yourself, but over other people, you know, make sure that you're praying for people and you're calling for good things over their life. You know, don't always, oh, you're always a jerk and you're always this, and you know, you're a and you're a cheater and you're this and you're that because the more you say those things, that's what you're going to get. You know, people really do tend to live up to the expectations that you have of them. It's really true. And if you stop and think about it, you'll realize that it's true. You know, all of these things that you, you know, I saw this video of this teacher Well, she was the principal of this school. I think it was like a high school, but it was in a really, really bad part of the city, wherever they lived. I forgot where it was, but it was such a horrible school and it was in a horrible location. The kids were just out of control. They were, I mean, just, it was horrible. I mean, they just wouldn't listen. They wouldn't learn. All they did was just act up in school. I mean, she was even threatened. I mean, her life was threatened, literally. I mean, really. You know, someone told them that they had a gun. They had a bullet with her name on it. I mean, that's how crazy this was. But it's so funny that, you know, she didn't leave. You know, she said it frightened her because she was a mom and she has kids. And, you know, when kids tell you these things, I mean, you have to believe it. And she's, she recalled once showing them the story of Columbine, you know, and what happened in the school and all the violence and all that kind of stuff. And she said, you know, that they were laughing. She said, instead of really like, the reaction she thought that she was going to get, she thought by showing them that and just showing them, you know, that violence in school and all the stuff, and you know, because the kids were all violent in school and always having fights and different things. So she was just trying to show them Columbine so she could show them what could happen when things just continue to escalate. But she said they were just, you know, they were laughing and she said, you know, she just didn't understand. And one of the girls was like explaining to her and actually told her, you know, That's, that's, that's nothing like, like you thought that you were doing something by showing us that that's nothing. And the young lady said, you know, we see this every day. We see this in our neighborhood. We see, I mean, just the violence, the shooting, the violence, the killing, you know, she just said they see it every day. So she was so desensitized. They all were. And sometimes I think that's what we forget. I mean, you know, you you just forget sometimes that, you know, a lot of times people just want to say kids are just this and that and they're, but you have to understand the environments that people grow up in. But my point in bringing this up about the teacher was the fact that she didn't leave. She had every opportunity to just be like, okay, this is too much. I cannot do this. These kids are just, there's no hope. I'm just leaving. I am. She didn't do that though she started speaking goodness and kindness over them, telling them how smart they were, telling them how good they were. And every day she would always tell all of the students, she would tell each one of them that she loves them. But what she would say was, if no one else told you today, I love you. She would always tell them. And so gradually you started seeing a change in these same students who were just so rowdy and just unmanageable and they were just matter of fact you know she said she had one young man he was just so out of control always fighting always in trouble just just he was like just didn't listen And she said you know she signed him up for a program and guess which program that was she signed him up for football Now, what better thing? You know, how smart was that for her to think? Because what it was was all of this aggression that he needed to get out. So she signed him up for the football program and he became their quarterback, not just the player, the quarterback. And not only that, he took them. They had a perfect record. They actually went to a championship or something, and and, and he took them to a championship and everything. And the point of it was that once he was able to channel all of that aggression and that anger and everything into a positive direction, she saw this tremendous growth in him. And not only that, he went on to graduate. He graduated. Now, imagine what would have happened to this young man. So my point in saying that was, whenever you see people... And maybe they do have issues and even people in your life, you know, if they're, they're having issues or problems, sometimes it's just because they don't have anyone to encourage them. They don't have anyone to speak goodness over them. They don't have anyone to pray for them. They don't have anyone to speak good things, you know, to make them feel good about themselves. So they just do what they know. See, that's the thing. Sometimes you got to stop and think you can't always just write people off. And so what I'm saying is because, you know, I've learned that in my own life, you know, I'm always telling you, guys hey I learned as much as you know I'm I'm willing to share with you guys because the thing is is that you know you start realizing you know I'm always saying this about this person and I'm always speaking this over them and they're just living up to what I'm saying about them. So you start to think okay well let me change this around and start speaking wonderful thoughts and all of those kids you started to see because it was it was a little short film and it was the amazing the turnaround i kid you not it was absolutely amazing watching the turnaround in these kids i mean and not only that you know, they started doing well in school. They started behaving, you know, everybody wasn't getting into fights. They weren't destroying property, you know, and, and she was telling this one young lady, uh, the, you know, I love you. If no one else told you today, I love you. And the young lady said, told her, I love you too. And hugged her back. And she shared with her that she never hears that. You know, she never has anyone to tell her that. So being able to come to school and you have this adult that you look up to, this person, you know, that you can trust. You have them to tell you something that you never hear from anyone else. And it made such a difference in her life. You know, and and as a matter of fact, she probably never told anyone that herself. You know, she's probably never been able to tell someone, I love you too. And I just, that just touched me so much because it was a fact of her not giving up. And this young man who was in trouble all of the time, I mean she was like he was a nightmare, a real nightmare. But you see how when you channel his energy and all of that that passion and that that into something else, hey, let him go out there and run around on the football field and, and play and get his aggressions and, and things out. You know, he just needed some direction, He needed someone to care, and sometimes that is all people need. It's it's really the truth. And I just wanted to, I'm always talking to you about, you know, speaking positive words over yourself, which is so important, but also make sure that you are speaking kind, good, loving words over the people that are in your life that you love and that you care about because they need it too. They really, truly do. And honestly, there are some people who never hear certain things. They never hear, I'm proud of you. They never hear, I love you. They never hear, you're really smart. You know, you're really pretty. You're really, you know, you're great. You have a great sense of humor. You have a beautiful smile, whatever. Just anything to my point in telling that story was the fact that she didn't give up, though. And she didn't just write them off because, you know, the more you think about it sometimes we will do that. We just get so tired and fed up with people. We're just like, you know what? I can't deal with it anymore. I'm out. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you have to let anything drain you, but don't be so quick to just write people off. And also understand that maybe the reactions that you're getting from people is based on what you are speaking over them. They are really truthfully just living up to whatever it is that you expect of them. I mean, they're just going to say, well, you expect me to be a liar and a cheater. And it's going to come to free It's going to become reality, you know, because you're saying it so much. That's what you're speaking over them. That's what you're saying, you know, so it doesn't hurt to change your vocabulary and to, you know, speak kind words and see if that doesn't make a difference in the person. Because honestly, sometimes that's all people need. So, you know, that's a lesson for us all. And I was really, really touched by that because, you know, life shouldn't always be about what can I get and what's in it for me. You know, life should be about service to others. I truly believe that, you know, some way. I'm not trying to say that people can't make money and be successful, but To be truly successful is to love what you do. And I mean that. Like, that's a bonus if you can get paid for what you actually love to do. There's not many people that do. There are either people who make so much money, but they hate what they do, or people who love what they do and they don't make a lot of money. So you're truly blessed when you can make both of those things happen, you know, when they can come together. But what I will tell you is people have to understand that the more you give, the more you receive. It's really true. You know, don't hold so tight onto things or never want to share or give other people or help other people. You know, oh, well, I have to get my own. So I'm not worried about anybody else. And you need to get your. No, no, no. Because some people can't. You have to understand that, that there are some people that cannot. People have got to stop thinking that everybody. Oh, you just need to get a job and you just need to do this. And you just need to do that. And you just. Well, some people cannot just. But you know what can happen is you can be that just, you can be the thing that comes in and gives them that lifeline. And then maybe they can just, you see what I'm saying? But to always just be judgmental and to say, well, you just got to get off your, you know, and you got to get a job and you got to this and you got to that. How do you know they haven't applied for a thousand jobs and they're just underqualified, overqualified, it's not enough money, it's this, it's that, they don't, I mean, it's, it could be a number of things is what I'm saying. People are always just judging, but also you have to look at people's environments and where they grew up. You really truly do. And that's one of my pet peeves. I hate when people just assume that people are lazy and just want handouts. I'm not trying to say, I'm pretty sure in this great vast world, there are people who are like that. We all know that. There are people who will take advantage and take advantage of the system, but there are also people who are good people and who want to work and need to work and are trying to work, but there are, for various reasons, there are things that have happened or Are happening or whatever, you know what I mean? And now it has set them back. The thing is, though, it's not for you to judge the situation, you either help or you don't. It's the same way when people are like, Well, I don't give people money because they're only just gonna buy drugs or they're gonna drink it up or they're gonna this, that, and the third. I'm not trying to say that I want to enable anyone by giving them money to buy drugs or to hurt themselves but the thing about it is that if I see a person standing on a corner or outside somewhere and they're hungry and they're asking me for money nine times out of ten I'm going to give it to them and my thought process is this it's not up to me what they do with it I'm not saying that I want anybody to go and do anything wrong that will hurt them or harm them but also at the same time I can't just be like because the thing about it is is that you're just required to help or not help You know, you're not you don't need to judge people and just say, because I always go back to the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. I really, truly do. And I'm talking about in situations like that. If I was on a corner or if I needed help or I was homeless or I was whatever, would I want people to help me? And the answer is yes. So if I'm that way and, and my thing is too, don't be greedy and stingy anyway. People think that they have to hold so tight onto things. I've told you, detachment is the way to go for everything. You have to detach from things and realize that nothing belongs to you. And the more you release, the more you receive. People want to hold so tight onto money and to people and things. And that's why those things leave and they want to go. But the more you're just like, okay, because I know that I have everything that I need. I know that what I need will be available to me. And you live from a place of abundance and prosperity and knowing that the universe is going to has your back and is going to provide everything that you need when you know that you don't have to worry about anything then it becomes easier to understand that it's okay to give. It's okay to not just be always, well, I work hard for my money and I'm not going to give it away. And these people need to do this. And these people, you know, people are always, always, you know, it's all these labels. We're always this and that label and label, you know, we're all humans. That's what we are. That's the race that we are. That's the only race that I care about. And we need to help each other. People have got to stop trying to separate and fight and label and all of these things, you know, at the end of the day, because because, you know, if it's not us, who is it going to be? You know, if you don't help, who will? What I'm saying is if people see a person who's homeless or outside of a restaurant and you're there to get food, what is it going to hurt you to give them money or give them something to eat? The thing about it is, you know, if if everybody just keeps passing the person up because you think... And honestly, there has been studies on that. People will literally not do something because they feel like you know, this is part of what you learn in psychology. You know, there are studies where people sometimes don't help because they assume that other people are going to do it. Even with violence, you know, there was something I learned in psychology about violence. And when people see things happening, you know, a lot of times people say, well, I'm not going to get involved. You know, there was this incident of this person actually getting attacked and they ended up dying. I mean, it was a story, but it was a true story. It was a long time ago. But the, the story was that where the person was and the attack was like in a, uh, let's say like an apartment complex, but a place where like people could hear, like there were numerous people who heard and saw and looked out of the window and knew, but no one, they said, no one called the police. If you can believe that. And you know why? Because once they started talking to people, All of the people were like, well, I just assumed that someone else was going to do it or I thought someone else was going to do it and I didn't want to get involved. So we tend to do that with all things, a lot of things, you know, whether it's seeing someone. Doing something to someone, and we can help or whatever. People tend to want to just. Well, it's not in my business, and I. But you know, actually, it's all of our business. It really is. I mean, people can say that, but you know, truthfully, it is our business. You know, and I understand that no one wants to get hurt. No one wants to get. You know, people are like yeah, but when you get into things or you jump in, you know, you get hurt or you could get killed. You and that's very, very true. Unfortunately, it really is. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's hard to just. How can you sit and you watch something? And my thing is, even if you don't want to get involved, you should definitely call. I was just astounded that it was a true story. And the fact, once the police talked to everyone... People, no one called like literally no one called because they were all saying, Well, I know other people heard it too, so I figured somebody else was gonna call, so I just didn't call, and that just blew my mind because I was like, Wow! I mean, but it's really, really true that is the thought process, that is what people want, I'm, you know, and so that's my point. In when people see people who are homeless or you know, out. On the corner, or whatever, and people are like, Well, I'm sure someone else will give them something. Someone else, okay. Well, what if everybody thought that? Then that person is just going to be left out in the cold, right? Because everybody thinks that somebody else is going to help them. And what if no one does? You see what I'm saying? So, if no one does, then that person's just left to their own devices, which is nothing, obviously. You know what I mean? And so they're just left on their own. And that is not what we're here for. You don't, it's just like the military or when people are in the military, what is that? with Or even firemen, any job, what do, what do they always say? We don't leave anybody behind. We don't leave, And you know, Americans and people, well, the world, not just Americans. We need to all embed that into our thinking. You know, let's not leave anybody behind and it doesn't matter what race or gender or whatever orientation, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that when you have firemen who say, we don't leave our brothers behind, we don't leave anyone, same thing with military, you know, you don't leave your fellow soldier behind, but it's like people in the real world, not the real world, but you know, the the civilian world, don't think that way. And you should, you know, it really is, am I my brother's keeper? You should be, if you're not, you should be, you know, we've gotten away from, you know, neighbors and being friendly with each other most people don't even know their neighbors they don't talk to their neighbors they don't know them they don't anything you know but you know back in the day people used to look out for you they used to you know they knew your children they watched out for them you know just if they would help you if you needed something you know, if someone in the neighborhood was, you know, older, they would go over and volunteer to help do things, take care of the home for them, whatever. And now everyone's just like, no, no, no. You know, it's just a, a me society. And, you know, I, I just I don't know. I just don't want to live like that. I want to live in a world where there is compassion. And that's what it offends me when I hear people sometimes and people are just like, well, you know, but it's not and they need to just do this and they need, you know, and I'm like, you know, it's easy for people who have not grown up. If you've grown up in an environment that is loving and kind and supportive and you've had advantages, it's very, very easy for you to sit on a high horse and say, oh, you know, you need to just do this. But if you've lived in a neighborhood where every day you hear gunshots and helicopters and you see dead bodies on your way to school and you just, you know, there's hardly any food and you're very poor and you're this and that. See, you have to think and you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. You cannot take your experience and think everyone had that experience because they did not. So before you judge people and you're just like, oh, just do this and you need to just do this. But you've had every opportunity in life given to you. You know what I mean? You haven't really even worked for what you have. People have helped you and given it to you. But then you throw it in someone else's face and say, oh, you should just do this. No one knows what that, that's like. I don't know what that's like to have to hear helicopters every single day and, and seeing dead bodies walking to school. Or But some people literally live like this and they do become desensitized to violence. And people do do things when they are poor. And I'm not trying to say that Everybody does. And I'm not making excuses because I know I can hear it now. You're going to have people say, oh, well, it's a lot of people who grew up like that and they didn't become criminals or hurt anybody. That's absolutely true. And I never one time said that everybody does. I'm trying to get people to understand. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not trying to say that everybody who grew up in a poor neighborhood or grew up and they're going to become this, uh, a, a you know, a person who is hurting people or doing anything. I didn't say that. That's not that's not even what I'm. I'm going with this. I'm just trying to say please stop judging because you don't know a person's circumstance. You don't know why they're doing what they're doing. You know, if people are hungry and they don't have anything else and they don't know what to do, you know, let me tell you something. Poverty can create a lot of crime. And if you want to stop a lot of crimes, then then let's stamp out poverty. People shouldn't be living in poverty, you know, really. I mean, we really shouldn't. I mean, we're one of the greatest countries in the world and greatest places in the world. I mean, you really just shouldn't have people, you know, homeless. And because for one thing, I mean, we should all be helping each other as well and you know it used to be a time when the you know your neighborhoods you had churches you had different places where you could go to get help you know someone was telling me the other day that you know uh, a person went to go get help from a church and I'm not trying to say that it's all of them please don't so don't anybody get offended I'm just speaking in general you know and they had to kind of fill out an application and it was like you know especially if you're not a member and you need to attend at least this many times before we and I was like what Like, are you serious? Now, you can be serious because my thing is you're a church. You are a church and you are in your community. Now, you can help the person get on their feet and you can help them and get on their feet and do the right thing and get on the right path. So you can counsel them that way and help them. But I don't think that you need to give someone an application in order to get services or help from you, you know, because they don't go to your church or belong to your church. A church should always have an open door. You know? I mean, really. And you can't just and people are like, "Well, they don't go to our church and they don't okay, and so what?" But maybe they might become a member. Have you ever thought of that? Open your door and and welcome them in and help them, and then they probably will become a member. And then they can invite other people who will probably become a member. But you don't turn people away and you don't make people fill out an application. Since when do you have to fill out an application now for help from a place that's supposed to be in your community and supposed to help and supposed to. So I don't know. I mean, that's crazy to me right now. It really is. But the case of that principal, when I saw that and the fact that she stayed, especially when someone threatens your life and says that they will put a bullet in your head, they have a bullet with your name on it. I mean, come on. Most people would have been, no, I'm out, I can't, Mm -mm. I have kids, you know, I can't stay here, I can't do this because I have to think of my own safety. And she was scared, she said she was scared, but she stayed, she stayed. And when she started speaking goodness and kindness and love to these kids who were starving for it. That's what it was. See, people act out because that's all they know how to do. Some people don't know how to tell you that they need a hug. Some people don't know how to cry because people have told them, you know, stop crying or don't cry or you're weak if you cry. Some people don't know how to say I need something because their needs have never been met. Nobody has ever cared about their needs. You know, some people have been shut down and silenced and just told that they're not. And so they they just act out. There's so much inside of them that they can't express. And that's what I'm saying. When the young man was able to express out on the football field, for him, that was a release. And it was a place that he could go where he felt like he belonged. That's probably the first time that he's ever worked or been around other kids and really like took the time to get to know them, you know, because he was like a bully and always beating up kids and just mean and nasty. It was the first time he actually had to work with other kids to be a part of a team. And to, so it was a change for him and for him to go on and, and lead the team to a perfect season. They had a perfect season and he graduated. Now, you know, he would have dropped out, quit, probably just got into some kind of activity that he didn't need to be in. I mean, it was such an amazing story and turnaround. So just the next time that you want to judge people and look at people and just say that they're this and and they're that, you don't know a person's backstory. You don't know their history. You don't know where they came from. You don't know. And all I'm asking is to speak kindness over people, speak positivity, Speak love and especially, especially, I mean, do it to strangers, do it to people you don't know, but especially your family, your kids, your children, your spouse, your friend, you know, people you love, your circle. Make sure that you are telling people, I love you. I am proud of you. You know, you are amazing. You are a great, you know, you're a great kid. You're a great son. You're a great daughter. You're, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, you can do it when they have doubts about stuff, you know, tell them you can do it. I know you can do it. You know, don't worry. Don't stress. You got this. You can do it. You can do anything you want to do. I'm going to tell you, you don't know how much that's going to matter to them. People need to hear that, you know, regardless of what, you know, it's not about validation. This is about you pouring into the people that you love and care about. But I do also want you to do that with other people. Just know that there are other people out there, too, who have never had anyone. So if you run into someone and they always seem troubled or they're having issues all of the time, maybe just take some time to stop and talk to them to see, just to see, you know. Well, do you want to talk about anything or what's going on? You know, just And sometimes just listen. You know, I saw this meme, which was amazing. You know how much I love memes and different things. And I'm always bringing stuff to you guys to talk about. But... The meme said something like compassion is not about solutions. It's just compassion. I mean, you know what I mean? And what they mean by that is it's just about listening. Sometimes compassion is not you don't need to figure out the answer. You don't need to tell somebody what they, you know, sometimes it's just listening, just being there because With me, you know, being in psychology and being the type of person that I am, you want to fix things. You always want to have the answer. So that really touched me because sometimes compassion is not about having the answer. You don't have to have the answer. Compassion is just about caring about another human being and their experience at that moment and what they're going through. So just listening to them, just being a shoulder, just whatever. Sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Just let a person cry, scream, yell, or just let them talk. You don't say anything. You just listen. You just whatever. You don't ask any questions. But when they say compassion is not about solutions, you know, I got that because I was like, wow, you know, that's really good. I like that because People feel like, oh, I have compassion for the person. But then you feel like you got to figure out a way to fix whatever is wrong. And you don't. Not all the time. I mean, if you can, hey, if you can fix something and you're able to help someone fix it. But what I'm saying is, is that compassion is just being there. So if you're doing that, trust me, you're doing a wonderful, wonderful service. Don't think that you're not, you know, because you don't know how much some people just need someone to talk to or to listen. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do. You just need a person to listen. And it doesn't mean, though, that, you know, because then people will say, oh, but sometimes you want to talk to people and they don't want to listen. The thing is, is that everybody has a right, though, to their own mental health. And it's going to depend on what you're talking about, because I'm saying sometimes that can be misconstrued. People are going to take that to be like, oh, well, no, because sometimes people don't want to listen to you. I mean, you have to understand that everybody's going through their own things Sometimes, too, and I think people forget sometimes that other people go through things as well, so I just meant i don't mean and, and you don't always want to hear if if a person's just like sometimes people will talk about things and you know it's all negativity all of the time. I don't mean that you don't have to sit and just let someone pour negativity into you all of the time because that's just going to mentally drain you that's not what i'm talking about I'm talking about when someone really has an issue. And they don't have anyone else to talk to. Not someone who just wants to complain about, you know, something that's not even, you know, I'm not listening to anybody keep talking about politics. I'm just not. I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I, I don't feel like being drained in that way. I'm talking about real issues and real problems and with within themselves. That's what I mean, helping and having compassion for people. You know, you, you need to. Just offer a helping hand and we got to get back to that. We really do as a nation, as a people, as everything. We have to get back to not turning a blind eye to things, you know, And, and just being okay with things that aren't okay. You know what I mean? Like we have to, we can't just let this stuff just keep sliding and we can't just keep turning away because it's not happening to us. And well, it's not me and I don't care. Well, you know, one day it could be you. And you're going to want someone to care. So just keep that in mind, though. Be mindful of the words that you're also speaking over other people as well as yourself. Be mindful. Say good things. Encourage them. Tell them that you're there. Show them that you're there. Because it does matter. Have a good one.